Hey folks, welcome to episode 84 <laughs> of Stacey's Pop Culture yeah. Parlour. Shut up you, I haven't introduced you yet, you're not allowed to make noises. I am your titular hostie with the most D, Stace, and saving my bacon in the parlour this month because I've been so frantically trying to organise guests and do all the sorting out for the live show that I kind of forgot that I needed to organise guests for the actual show. It's my delightful husband and very sleepy person, Rich. Thanks for having me. Cool. It's been a real treat. (laughs) Has it really? Yeah. It's been a while. It hasn't really, actually. It's only been like a couple of weeks since you were... It's been like, what, 10 seconds since I spoke in the living room. It's not really been a while. But for the listeners, it's been... Fell in an exciting conversation. We had 10 seconds ago about... Yeah. Um, how tired we are. I'm real tired. I feel a little bit sick. I had... This is probably going to be quite a low energy episode because I... Your face is low energy. Woo! Let's go for it. Woo! Ha ha. Does that help? <laughs> not really. Me just going um, woo. Not particularly. It's a, it's a very large waveform that. That's going to take some sorting out. But anyway, thanks for that. So, yeah, it's going to be low energy. I had a bit of an IBS situation last night in that I went to Agamama's and I thought, ooh, let's try this Duck Donbury. It looks really nice. And then it came with like all of the world's raw spring onions and then I ate them even though I know that raw onions cause yeah, me don't be blaming problem. the no I can't I'm blaming myself and it was a delicious donbury even though the egg was a little bit on the uh, jelly side on, in, in one jelly part. neck jelly egg What's Sorry. a jelly neck? It's nothing. I meant jelly egg. Oh, okay. Uh, but what anyway, was the egg jelly. Like there was just like a little film on the top that wasn't quite cooked, so I had to scoop it off with a spoon because I guess that's the kind of thing I do. But anyway, the long story short is that my stomach then went, "Oh, hello. Have a load of bloaty pain times overnight, and you know, don't sleep. And then when you do sleep, how about wake yourself up with a really loud fart?" <laughs> No, you didn't. I did. Oh, oh, it was a nightmare. Cannot accept. No, it, it happened. Didn't happen. It did happen. It was all a dream. you never even been to Wagamama. <laughs> I farted so hard the quilt blew off. Farty Hard is my favourite um, Andrew WK song. Mine too. Hey, I'm going to close this little window that's popped up because it's stressing me out. Why? I don't know. I just don't like things happening on the screen that aren't the recording. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to the parlour again, Rich. Thanks. Thanks for saving me bacon okay how about let's do a talk about stuff so you're doing your movie a day equivalent thing yeah, this year debatable you're trying yeah, again. so <laughs> you're an insane person i don't know why you do it but i would like to ask a few I love film yeah but by the end of these years that you go oh, i'm gonna watch the equivalent of a film a day you hate all movies <laughs> yeah but i did it in 2016 and i still watched a fuck ton of films in 2017 anyway 2017 was a great year for films. It and was, this year's it? been a really good year for new films as well. Well, here was my question. Here was what, what my... Oh God, I don't know how to phrase this thing because my brain's gone... <sighs> here is the question, what I was going to ask of you. Of all the films that you've watched this year that are new to you... They're all new to me. No, that's what I mean, like films you haven't seen before. So you've watched new ones. Because you have watched things we've seen before. I know you have because we watched Robocop and it was good. 
what has been your favourite and your leastest favourite? Right, for a start... Hello. We watched in Bruges three days ago at a cinema while drinking whiskey and you'd forgot about that as well. You went to Robocop. Do you know, I had forgot about that and, the, and I haven't even put that on Letterboxd because Ugh. I'm a prick, apparently. <laughs> that was a good night though, wasn't it? Happy belated Paddy's Day, everybody. Uh, Have a whiskey. What did you ask me? What was what's been your favourite and your least favourite of all the oh, films? Oh, you should know what my favourite is. Um, so is it The Shape of Water? No, you're is it an idiot. Ladybird. No, but oh. the worst film that okay. I've saw so far this year was um, the BFG, which you watched with me as well. Oh, I did. Didn't I? I thought you were going to say I Tonya because we both hate. No, I Tonya was infinitely better than BFG. <laughs> At least it had good skating. I don't care. The skating could have been terrible. It would have still been much, much, much better than BFG. Here's the thing about BFG that makes me sad. He's a big friendly giant. He's a big friendly yeah. giant. But the thing that makes me sad, Roy, is that I loved that book when I was a kid. Oh, and right. I saw it on stage and it was amazing. It was now The Witches. And I loved the animated one. I haven't seen that since I've been an adult, but I loved it as a kid. So I was all like, hey, the BFG can do no wrong. And then this movie came along and it tooted all over my dreams. It's just shite. Like, it's so boring. Spielberg... Why is it so long? ...has made the same kids' film repeatedly. Like, Yeah. He always loves a kids' film where the kid's a bit lost and needs some kind of weird friend. Like, that, that's the thing you do. Like an E.T. Like an E.T. or a Bufga, you know. Yeah. But the kid in this was terrible. Like, really yeah, fucking garbage actress. <laughs> Um, that's really mean she's that's not mean if, if she's listening she which would be weird you fucking suck <laughs> give up now not just acting just any profession ever just sign on and just give up you are shit oh dearie me um, Mark Rowland's voice does not suit the BFG no it doesn't um, he's the CGI for him and all the other giants is really bad Like so ropey it's, it, if it was like a cheap animated film I still wouldn't enjoy it but I could get why it looked like this. This is like a multi-million dollar Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah. And it's ropey as fuck. Yeah. And, I don't know, it just rips any fun and heart out of it. Yeah. And I feel like they didn't make enough of, like, the magicalness and the dreams and stuff. Yeah. And then they spent a really long time of them, like, playing shit games where they, like, rolled down a hill and that. Like, I don't even remember what the game was, but that's what happened, wasn't it? Yeah. They pretty much just rolled down a hill and that. And, unfortunately, it's another film that Jermaine Clement's in that's shit. The weird thing about that is, I didn't recognise his voice in it straight away. And I was like, ugh, who's this? It's not very good. He didn't even say what, did he, though? No, he didn't say what. Or ominousant. Oh, Jermaine Clement. <laughs> it's nice to see him tomorrow. Oh, don't. But Brit broke I'm his hand. About it. Oh, Brit. He's saying Brit. Brit. Like Britney. Like Brit. 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 He maybe did. I sounded a bit all South African. <laughs> he did Brit. a little bit there, yeah. My friend Brit. That was terrible. That's, I don't know what that um, was. Good, good effort. Yeah, so, yeah, BFG is the worst film I've watched so far this okay. year. I'd forgotten that was this year. For some reason, I thought that was Christmassy period times no, that we watched no, no, that. No. But um, It was sometime last month. <laughs> oh, wow. I've clearly tried to bury that in the annals of my brain. Is the that a word? of your brain. Alcoves. Nooks and crannies. <laughs> this episode, so many people are going to be like, the fuck is happening? Go and watch the movie in Bruges, guys. It's good. I would say, I think I might... I don't know. I feel like Itonia might be on a par for me with how bad. No, Itonia was better because he was better made for us. Like, I suppose. It was directed well and competently shot and edited. BFG had none of that even. The thing is, though, Itonia had that weird thing where it couldn't quite decide as a film whether it's really funny that women get beaten up or not. 
Like, there are scenes where you, they play that blatantly for laughs, like guffaws, and I'm like, ooh, no. And then other scenes where they play it like, this is the worst thing you could ever do to another human being, and I'm like, well, make, make up your mind, movie. Don't try and get me to laugh at a woman getting punched. I was you was still better than The Darkest Era as well, which was the worst of all that. the Oscar films that I've ooh. watched. Not watched Comedy by your name yet, but Darkest Era was definitely worse. It was just Gary Oldman in a fat suit going, I'm Winston Churchill, and it was... <laughs> Fucking pathetic. <laughs> like the Churchill dog. Oh, blah, I'd have preferred yes, that. Blah. Yeah. <laughs> it was such a shite, shockingly shite oh, film. I, I don't of... need more films about Churchill. He was a fucking cunt. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> he was. He was a horrible, horrible human being, a terrible politician. Oh. And oh, we rallied against the Nazis. Oh, good for him for was... having basic human decency <laughs> and not like Nazis. I was going to say, imagine it being controversial that you're like hey, Nazis are shit. I kind of want to see that just because I feel like the people I know that have seen it either think it's like the greatest movie that's ever been made. Darkest Hour? Yeah. I don't know anyone that likes or it. Or like you, they think it's genuinely one of the My worst. My mum enjoyed it. That's the kind of... Pe- it's, it's those <laughs> people. The, um... Oh, what's that fucking film where the old people go on holiday? Uh, That's who this film was for, like that generation. Where the old people go on holiday? Yeah, it's a film about old people just going on holiday to India. Like the, the oh. best exotic marigold yes. hotel. That's yeah. who this film's for. <laughs> Is it for people who watch Celebrity Five go boating yeah, in definitely 100%. <laughs> and Lynn, whatever his name is, rhyming bollocks game show. <laughs> That's who this is for. It, the same people who fucking like, loved them. Um, what was that? It's not King's... The mount, they might have thought King's Speech was a bit too racy for them, so they'd mm. go and watch Darkest Hour. The thing that bothers me quite a lot about Darkest Hour is that a lot of the people that will see it will think it's very historically accurate. And I've heard that it isn't really. Well, it's not, and you shouldn't watch any film thinking it's accurate. Yeah, but do you remember no, when I went to see film. that film about Brian Clough and I was like, oh, that must all be true, and you were like, no. Well, I think mean, like, the story was true. Like, <laughs> nothing happened in that story didn't really happen, but mm. those conversations would never happen, you know. That, that, all that is made up for, for effect. Yeah. But, like, in Darkest Hour, yeah, he became Prime Minister while, you know, other shit was going on, and he had ideas how to get them out of Dunkirk and blah, 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 blah. But that's as accurate as it needs to be. It's still a film. I'm not going to fault it for that. It's the, the way he chooses to go about it is so fucking shit. Uh-huh. Like, if Churchill, you know, in, in real life, went on the tube and asked random strangers for their opinion of what to do... <laughs> Oh, no, no. Like this, that doesn't make him seem... That's how you end up with Brexit. So <laughs> you end up with Trump. That's how you end up with fucking Brexit. So you end up with any stupid idea. Yeah. And, you know, is that supposed to make us go, oh, what a great bloke? Or what an incompetent human being? <laughs> I like the term incompetent boob. Can we use that? Is he an incompetent boob? No, he's just an arsehole. Oh, fair enough. And Gary Alman was terrible, isn't it? It's one of his worst performances I've ever seen. Oh, wow. And he won the fucking Oscar for it. Oh, did he actually win? I didn't yeah. really pay attention to the Oscars, except that everybody was like, yeah, fish sex. His Oscar and Alice and Janney's Oscar was just because, oh, the edgy one, I think. Alice and Janney remind me who she is. Oh, Tonya. Oh, a mom. Yeah. Okay. Eh, she was all right. No, she was fucking terrible. Oh, she was all right. She just spent the whole film being scared of the bird that was on her shoulder. <laughs> No, she was really bad in that film. When Sebastian Stan is in a film and he's not the worst actor in it, you know your film's not up to much. <laughs> I was actually He's good in Winter shocked. Soldier because he doesn't speak. Yeah. I was actually genuinely shocked at how pants Margot Robbie was. Yeah, but you're not allowed to say it about because she's genuinely good in it because she no, looks ugly in it. That's my favourite bit. Well, that, oh. That's why you know she's a good actress because, oh, 
Not a lot of Michael Pay looks, looks a bit dirty. Fuck off. Yeah, that's a whole other rant for another podcast. So, what's been the fa- your favourite thing you what you've put in your eyes? Annihilation, which is oh yeah, he's going to be the best film that's come out this year. Like, I'd, how do you know that though? Because Deadpool Two is due out. Deadpool Two will definitely be worse than Deadpool One. There is no debate about this. They have recently had reshoots because of test audiences. Mm. That's going to make the film worse. This film will have major issues because of this. Mm. Annihilation went to test audiences. They said, met these changes. And the doctor said, eat a pile of dog shit. I'm not doing it. <laughs> they didn't do it. This film exists. Yeah. This film will now be turned. They will have turned scenes in it. The only reason they should go back and like recut it and reshoot now is because they've decided TJ Miller should get killed in his first scene. <laughs> That is the only I'm, reason I I've would got to accept. admit, I would, uh, yeah, I would not be anti a weasel death scene because fairly early on. <laughs> apparently, like, test audiences wanted more Domino and Cable. Okay. Which, character-wise, I've not got a problem with. But now they're just going to like insert them, even though the story doesn't require it, into certain they scenes. They know what they're going to do, is just CGI them behind Deadpool's shoulder. Or, it's like, <laughs> whenever they're not on screen, are people going to go, where's Domino? Like... <laughs> Oh, I'm excited. I think it's going to be generic. I think it's going to be a bit like what I'm hearing about Pacific Rim 2, where everyone goes, it's all right. Up. No, but everyone's just going, it's all right, but Pacific Rim 1, eh? <laughs> and this is what happened with Deadpool 2. To be fair, when we saw the trailer for Pacific... Oh, for God's sake. Pacific Rim. Was it before game night? I feel like it might have been. Um, when we saw the trailer for Pacific Rim, I was a bit concerned because it had that like speech going on in the background that was basically Idris Elba's speech from the first one, but marginally different. And I was like, oh, are we just doing the same movie again? Of course they're doing the same film again. I don't mind, though, because I like that movie. I want them to have more swords all the time. But it's not Del Toro. Swords everywhere. But it's not Del Toro. How about Annihilation, then? What what did you like? What did you like? Have you read the book? No. (laughs) That randomly inserted S. (laughs) Hang on, you've lived with me for nearly eight years. Yeah. I don't read many books. It's not because I'm not a book person. I just buy them and then go, oh, look at my book collection. He's a book guy. <laughs> I got, I, 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 it's shit. I should read more. I used to read loads. No, I haven't read. Has this book come out in the past five years? Yes. Have you read it? No. No. I put it... Is it about football? No. no. Well, I probably haven't read it. After no. the uh, after we watched the film, and we will talk about the film in a minute, I tried to put the, the books on my wish list, but then I got annoyed because they're a trilogy, and the second and third books have really snazzy, awesome covers, but the first one now only has the movie cover, Buy and it, it looks secondhand, then, from so like different. Book Depository or something like that, or, book or your books or whatever it's called, anyway. Okay. Well, we'll look into it. I'm going to... I've read a whole book. I've read two books this year. Yeah, I'm so proud Have of myself. you read a single novel this year? I read The Book of Dust. I don't know what that is. Which is the, pre- the first of the prequel trilogy that we to got the, for Christmas. His Dark Materials. I'm 99% sure you read most of that Christmas week we had. Shut off. up. <laughs> Does not count. No, I read most of it this year. I think I read about four chapters. Bullshit. No, seriously. And then I read The Football Ramble, which was good. Yeah. It's good. It's a football I read week. half of How to Make What People Laugh by Nagin Farsad, and then I forgot to read the rest of it. You forgot to. Yeah, it's on the bedroom I've, floor. Right I've now. got a book of short stories by Tom Hanks that I've got to start reading. That sounds terrible. They're all about typewriters. Tom Hanks. Well, there's a typewriter on the cover. <laughs> Annihilation. Someone at work hates Tom Hanks. What? Yeah. Why? No, see, no, I don't, I don't know why I reacted so strongly to that because he's all right. No, but hates him. <laughs> that's like weird. Like he will put them off going to see a film. Oh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yeah that is weird. Dumb bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Annihilation then? Yeah, Annihilation is good, wasn't it? Film about five bitches no, in not. the woods. It's about one. Well, I'd be a spoiler. 
No, you can spoil it because I did some sort. I danced around some spoilers on the last episode of Stacey and Barry, so this can be a spoiler. Okay, review. so the next five minutes or so will spoil Annihilation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they all die at the end. Yeah. That is literally the biggest spoiler you can get. Well, no, I like what does I... she though? Yeah. Natalie Portman. Though? Yeah. You think she's hundred percent? So do you think that's a replica? Like yep. the yeah. Her and Oscar Isaac at the end are definitely plants. Okay. Here's my question about the ending. Because I'm a div, right? I thought it was supposed to be ambiguous as to whether or not she was a, a plant person. Okay. Right. But how come when... But her eyes shimmer black. No, yeah, no, I know. But I thought it was just to like signify that this whole thing has changed her. But anyway, here's the thing, right? Here's my actual question. So, you know how inside the bubble, inside the shimmer, they were fine? And then when they got out... Like when he... Especially... I think it's only him, isn't it? Gets all sick and shit when he comes out of the shimmer because he's not... A real human person anymore. He's a shimmer person. Yeah, yeah. Why does he get better when the shimmer goes away? Shouldn't he get worse or die? Like or what? No. Well, I didn't understand that. But <laughs> <laughs> no, because in my head it was like he couldn't survive outside of whatever the little atmosphere was that they'd created for themselves in the shimmer. But then it disappeared no, completely, so, so and he was like, "A reason that oh, was I never better. explicitly stated in the film." Yeah, I think and I then wouldn't some holes. that was wrong. There's no holes. <laughs> they don't explain certain things. It's about maybe it's aliens. We're not 100 percent sure. Never confirmed mm. it's aliens. Maybe the Somalians come to Earth and some weird shit. That's that's it. It's like it's like alien. There's no explanation for it. There's no reasoning behind it. They're just this is what is happening to these people. Can we talk about Kevin? No. The scariest thing that I'm... I think it might be the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life in any movie ever, which is... Annihilation. Yeah, which is a scary mutated bear monster what has the voice of a screaming lady. (laughs) It's creepy, but it's not the scariest thing. No, because it's screaming in her voice, Rich. You don't understand. It's so weird. I know the worst bit of this film in that sense was when... There's a video with him cutting open his mate and his intestines are like moving around really quick. It's not nice. No, it is. It's a bit grim. It's um, like, as well, the the aesthetic is very The Last of Us, which I like. Yes, I was trying to place it in my head. Oh, seriously, we watched this film like a week ago and you've just realised that's what it is. No, that, yeah, no, yeah. Well, I'm a div and I, and I forget things easily. No, the, the, I think the aesthetic was one of the really big things I liked about this film because... There are bits in it that are genuinely terrifying, but also, like, stunningly pretty. My main example for that is, you know the bit where they get to, like, the field that's full of plants that are also kind of people? (laughs) And they're all flowery and beautiful. Yeah. But also scary, terrifying person-shaped. Yeah. They're great. It's great. Like, what I'm saying is, this movie is, like, haunting and scary, but also, like, stunningly. I think it's scary. I think it's scary. It's not scary. It is scary. It's not scary. It is not a scary film. I felt genuinely unsettled for like the entire last 20 minutes of the movie. Unsettled does not equal It does to me. Like it freaked me out. I felt like something scary was going to happen. What's the matter with you? What? You you did a face. It's my normal face, thank (laughs) you. Well, no, it's not. I don't want to be scared by this film. You make it sound like you... (laughs) I wouldn't say it's it was like, like watching The Exorcist. No, or... it's not like a horror. Like, but it's like it's like a thrilly, thrilly, suspensey, scary time. Like, I wouldn't call it like a horror, but I would definitely say it is a hundred percent unsettling and disquieting. Yes, yeah, because the soundtrack for the first three quarters of this film are just. Uh, you I sound like a didgeridoo, yeah. <laughs> 
and it is just a series of vibrations for quite yeah. a long time. Like in the same that Ex Machina is that the soundtrack is quite disorienting. Yeah. Disorientating. Disorienting. This, I, I actually don't know. This combobulating. I don't know. <laughs> it, yeah, because you know it, it builds up a level of confusion. Whereas you know the, the main character's confused as to what life is, whereas in Annihilation it brings up a sense of not knowing what is coming next, like that sense mm. of unease, uh, the thing that's around the corner, and it works really, really well. It is not Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, I really should have told Barry that when we talked about it, and he was like, oh, I saw the trailer, and it was like, you know, five women in, you know... Rucksacks on the back. rucksacks and suits, and they were cl- like walking into a scary bubble, and I was like, oh... One thing I really like about it is it's five women doing some, like, action-y... You know, jungly stuff, and there's never a moment where they're all like, "Hey, look at us women! Aren't women great?" Yeah, like just horrible tokenistic lines about it. It's just no; these are women doing this thing, and that's yeah. it. There's no. I liked that, and I also liked the fact that there was never a bit where they were like, "Oh, I can't climb that tree because feeble," yeah. or like, "Oh, I wish we had a man here." Yeah. Oh, can someone give me a leg up? No, because all of you are terrible and flimsy. Like, <laughs> there's none of that shit, which was good. But the only thing I wish. Could have happened is we could see it at a cinema. Yes, I'm so cross because about that. Somewhere everywhere outside of America, it's a Netflix exclusive. Exclusive. I really want to see. Yeah, I think it, some of the scenes in that film are like screaming out for IMAX. I would say. And well, like a bear screaming out IMAX Ooh, in a woman's voice. Don't it's frightening. It's not a bear either. It it's like munch on it, it looks like a bear, but its face is almost a skull. Yeah, it's like what are those scary like death goat mask things? It looks like one of them, sort of. Death goat is my favourite um, anime. <laughs> <laughs> where that where that kid has to write names in a goat. In a goat. In a goat, <laughs> and then they die. Oh no! <laughs> death goat. Yeah, death goat. <laughs> You're such a dick. Why? <laughs> I love you, but you're What's a, a death coat, man? <laughs> Do you mean, like... it looks like a bear's a skull, is what it looks like. No, but it's not like a bear's skull, is it? Because yes. it's got like an elongated snout and those two pointy teeth. I'm doing a thing, you can't see. Bear's skull. No, that's not, because bears have got, not flat faces, but their snouts aren't like that. Like, what I'm thinking of is like, is like, you know, back in the past when they used to do like well, those like, scribbling everything pictures. we remember is in the past, though. Do you want to shut your mouth? The, you know, when they did like pictures of like... Bear's skull. Yeah, no, it was like... Longer than that, the scary bear in Annihilation. A, barely. <laughs> barely. Ha, ha, ha. And B, yeah, because it was disfigured. It was like... Mutated. Getting bigger and mutated. Look, but some what? of these bear skulls are well long. Ugh. Uh, skulls are weird, bro. Anyway, what I was thinking of was, you know those scary, like, pictures, like, depictions of the plague? <laughs> and they're like, look, look at this scary mask. Look at this cute little fuzzy face. Oh, hello, bear. Long face. Oh, he's cute, though. Bears have got flat faces. I didn't say flat faces. I said bad snouts, but not long ones. (laughs) They do have long snouts. Just because they're not aardvarks. Shut it, you tart. Anyway, I enjoyed Annihilation too. Oh, it seemed very good. I thought it was really good. Gave it some stars. I've actually forgotten if I gave it four and a half. I think you didn't give it stars. My phone's in the living room, otherwise I would check. Uh, I did give it stars. Definitely gave I it stars. I wish it wasn't called annihilation because I find that word really awkward to spell. Because yeah. it's spelt annihilation. I oh. always have a problem at work spelling when I have to type out the words nutrition and dietetics because there's too many I's and T's in both of those words and I just start putting loads of I's and T's. Anyway. Cool story, bro. Thanks. I've got loads more like Sweet. it if you want some. I can't have ten. 
What else do you want to talk about, Rich? You make me talk all the time. I know, because I'm tired and a bit sick. It's your podcast. You've got to watch something. Well, we have watched some things. We've watched most things together. Um, That's debatable. Love Series 3, because I liked it a lot. So, I feel like if you haven't seen Series 1 and 2 of Love, this is not going to make any sense. Yeah, but but you should also go and do that because it's good. The same for any show. Yeah. But I feel like Love is one of those things that not a lot of people I know are talking about. And they should be. So, you should all go and watch it. So, it's got Gillian Jacobs. It is Gillian, isn't it? Mm-hmm. In it. And she plays like a sort of recovering alcoholic, addicty type person. And Paul Rust is in it. As an adorable man with anger issues and a big schnoz. I love his schnoz. He's got such a good profile. And they sort of, I hate this term, but meet cute at a... It's not a meet cute. It's sort of a meet cute. Not really. At a, what do you, what do you call it, gas station? Because it's American. So it's, it's a not convenience a, store, though, really. It's at a gas station, isn't it? Yeah, it's a convenience store. Well, either way, they meet each other and then, like, relationshipy shenanigans and so... And, like, the thing I really liked about this series is... That in the previous two seasons, which I have enjoyed, you sort of started getting the feeling after a while that they that this two these two shouldn't be a pair. <laughs> like, Hang on, that's one. Okay. No, go no, on. Carry on, carry on. Why? Carry on. Because they just like argue all the time and seem terrible for each other and don't seem to like support each other and stuff. But this series does a lot of work about showing how how they do work together and how they like have grown as people but also kind of realistically, in that they're not, like, totally different. But why are you looking at me like this? I 100% disagree with your view of Series 3 of Love. Okay, he- why? Do you think this has got a happy ending with them getting married? Um, After knowing each other for four months? Well, I feel like it's rash. I definitely think Look, it's rash. It is undoubtedly... Oh, fucking hell, I can't even say words anymore. It is undoubtedly a miserable ending for two idiots. And Paul Rust has gone on record saying he thinks it's a tragic ending. Oh, that's not what I got from it. What I got from it was like that they were rushing into stuff because they're both scared of actual life, but that they actually complement each other pretty well in the sense of... And they do still they, argue. They, they, like, spend, no, they spend many episodes building up. Look, look how they're getting on there and how great it is. And they have a big argument and they're ill, but they're getting on. And then they go to visit his parents. He makes one offhand joke, which wasn't that funny. Also, not that bad. And she goes fucking insane and he's a cunt for a whole episode. He reacts really badly to it. They should have split up there and then. But what happens? No, they decide to get married after that. <laughs> Series one of Love started was oh, over two years ago. Mm-hmm. The actual show is supposed to have lasted about three or four months. Maybe that's what's throwing me then, because in my head they'd been together about like no. two years. The beginning of series three, <laughs> I think they mentioned the fact that they only met three months ago. Ah, oh. because some people said this about like Bertie and um, Randy. Like, why didn't she dump him ages before? And people are like she only was dating him for about eight weeks. And to be fair to her as well, she's so sweet and it's really no, hard to but, break up with but people. I'm just saying, she wasn't actually dating him for two years, like yeah. it seems if you watch the show. Like, mm. there are 30 episodes mm. and a lot of them take place over a week. Yeah. See, oh, now I don't know. Because I felt like that conversation they had where they lead up to deciding to get married was actually kind of sensible. No, it was idiotic. <laughs> it was rash and stupid and idiotic. You don't marry someone you've only known for a couple of months. Yeah, no, that is weird. Much less when you have got the most volatile relationship. And they weren't dating for that whole period. You know, they were sleeping with other people and kind of, you know, it, no. Oh, 
I thought it was supposed to be like, oh, look, see, love conquers all kind no. of No, the only one thing. I had a happy no, ending I feel was bad. Bertie and Chris. Yeah, but you don't... No, but in the confines of that show, they've oh, started to suppose. date people they get on with, which is each other, and Chris has decided to try and be a stuntman, which he's always wanted to do instead of a waiter. That's That's true. kind of a nice little ending for those pair, and Bertie deserved it because she's yeah. the best character on that show. She is from the best character. I am so sad that I th- spent the whole of series one and two thinking her name was Birdie Ugh. because of the way American people pronounce Bertie. And and only discovering it because somebody phoned her and like some she phones someone and it appears like Bertie's ringing and I was like oh no that's not her name it is her name her name's Bertie it's not it's Bertie <laughs> Bertie it's always Bertie it's always said it in the credits it's said it everywhere people in it call her Bertie no, with they a call T her she calls herself Bertie in an Australian accent I'm not trying it. Does she ever say her own name out loud? How else would Mickey know her name when they met? <laughs> um... Oh, who are you? All right, Bertie. Like, that doesn't happen, does it? <laughs> shut up. That's going to annoy you to cut that silence out. Because you'll, you'll look for that silence. But you can't cut it out because it'll make no sense as a joke. No, it'll be fine because I'll just... Yeah, carry on. Anyway. No, but this... Right. This is a comedy. <laughs> yeah. We've not mentioned that this is a comedy. No, yeah. It is really funny. It is really funny. I... I don't know why, I kind of assume people would know that, but why would they know that if they yeah. haven't seen it? We've just talked about a couple meeting and then being stupid. Mm-hmm. I think the reason I thought it was a happier ending than it was is because Mickey seems to have really grown up. No. and No, she because she's doing better at work and she's being more responsible and she's been sober for a couple of... Weeks. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... And, you know, he starts being actually honest and owning up to his anger issues. So I thought this was them genuinely growing. I would never forgive Mickey for the way she acted when he took her to Magic Castle. Yeah, there's, I mean, yeah. They went on a date, something she didn't like, but instead of just going through with it and afterwards maybe saying, I don't really like that kind of thing. Yeah, can we not do that again? She was a cunt to everyone there, including him. Yeah. He shouldn't have spoke to her again. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of situations in this programme where said, I feel like I would just be like, well, I've never seen you again. Yeah. <laughs> that's definitely but, one of them. And the one when she went round his apartment when they were all making up songs and was just a dick about it. Yeah. And I'm, saying, like, oh, your friends are shit. Well, fuck you then. You tell me out. my friends are shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, because you're f- mostly the friends that we've got in common. They're all shit. <laughs> if any of them are listening to this, they'll be like, is it me they're talking about? And yes, Key, it is you. <laughs> Get out the bath, <laughs> you lazy scrot. Um, get that bath bomb out of your arse. Get out the bath, Kurt. I really want to try a bath bomb, but our bath's not no, deep got... enough. Yes, it is. It isn't. I can't get my whole damn self in the water. That's the same bath that everyone has. Like No. Yes. No. Some people have like big, sexy, deep yeah, rock people with fancy baths. houses. Like, yeah, I want a fancy bath. Every, the average bellend that goes in, <laughs> where do you get them from? Lush, Lush. or somewhere. <laughs> With a bath, a bath bomb has got the same size bath as us. Mm, and they, they sit people. up in it. No, they just sit up in it. Like, you're not that big. You're not like seven foot tall. <laughs> you're what, five seven? Yeah. Yeah. Key's like six one. He's, he's sitting up in his bath with his bath bomb, fizzing around his fucking taint. <laughs> what a lovely glimpse into yep. our, our friendship. I'm assuming that's what he does. I, get, I mean, why else would you have a bath bomb? Really? And some of them make you look like you're bleeding into the water. Like The ones I don't like are the ones where the water goes black. <laughs> that stresses me out. It's like I'm sitting in dirt anyway. I also don't want to sit in a bath. Like, I just want to wash and get out. No, I like to have a sit in a bath, but weirdly, when I have a no. sit in a bath, I have to have a shower afterwards. <laughs> you have a sit in a bath if you've got like achy muscles and you have a bit of mm. Epsom salts. Or I don't know. You can buy stuff, can't you, put in the bathtub. That's fine. Otherwise, just wash yourself and get out, man. But then why 
wouldn't you just have a shower? Why would you go to the effort of a bath? Maybe you haven't got a shower. We have got a shower. No, but I'm saying, Why do you bath is what I'm saying. I'm lazy as fuck and I keep feeling like I'm going to fall out of the shower. Oh. And I, it makes too much mess in the bathroom and you just leave the mess. I don't leave the mess. Do I just leave hairs. Not on purpose. I try to scoop them all up. But it's hard. I lose a lot of hair in the back. <laughs> anyway. Love. <laughs> Look, like, yeah, love. So I completely misunderstood it, I guess. Yeah. To Maybe I should re-watch like, all three seasons. Good for you. In a, in a small amount of time. And then be like re-evaluating my feelings. You know what I really, really, really hate about people who talk about this show, though, is... What? I always go, oh, Gillian Jacobs is so gorgeous. And he looks like a fucking rat. Because A, it's mean, if nothing it is else. mean. And B, I would much rather have sex with Paul Russ than Gillian Jacobs. <laughs> I mean... She is just a person, and he is fucking brilliant as a human being. I was going to say, the thing is, I... I just, I just hate that way of... I've literally saw some of the day where it's full of fit women and, like, ugly men. I was like, what show are you watching? Like, yeah. like, the only person in this, unfortunately for him, that is supposed to be viewed as a mess, as a physical person, is Randy. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's what Mitch gets cast for. I like Mitch. Yeah, but he's, he is... Belie- in real life, he believes in ghosts and the devil, so... Uh... And he's a Tom Brady fan. Oh, Mitch. Yeah. I've gone off And he there. thinks that cupcakes are pies. No, what? Yeah. What? He says cupcakes are pies. How are they pies? Uh, where's the pastry? Where's the where's the fucking pastry, Mitch? <laughs> I'm not. Oh my god! This is like the fucking is the hot dog a sandwich debacle all over again? No, it's not. No, it's not. Because if you asked for a hot dog sandwich, you would get a piece of bread with a hot dog sausage on it. <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. Fucking anyway. So that's you're rolling me up about. Foods. No, I think I need to rewatch Love then because I. But the thing was, I didn't know at the time either that this was the end, like the end, the end. Yeah. So, I think I think I have a vague recollection of me like walking into the living room with a can of Fanta that I picked up towards the end of the episode, and you were like, "That's the end of that," and I was like, "Ah," oh. and then you went, "No, like forever," and I was like, "Ah," oh. and then I wished I'd paid a little bit more attention while I was rustling around in the fridge. You should probably pay attention to more things that you watch. I do pay attention. No, you don't. You reckon I don't, but I do. You don't. I do. You don't. I do. You don't pay attention to everything at all. You don't. I do. You don't. I do. You don't. This is a terrible (laughs) podcast. (laughs) You're a terrible podcast. Fuck's sake. (laughs) Go on, you talk about something now, because I was just talking about it. Oh, I don't know. But people should watch it. It's good. It's funny. I've made no plans for this podcast, because I didn't think it was going to have me on it. Yeah, I know. And I'm very grateful that you saved my bacon. But, like, you've watched so many films and so many TV shows. You've not made no notes about anything whatsoever so far. I can't remember anything I did. Do you want to... Well, we've watched what new thing? We've watched new telly things. We've watched corporate. That's good. That's not that new, is it? It's new to the the podcast because I haven't mentioned it. Yeah, before. we have. I haven't. I'm pretty sure you have. I haven't. I had it on my list of things to talk about on my last episode with Lee Grice, and then we just talked about a thousand different things for three hours, and it took me ten fucking see, I don't hours to talk about corporate because I don't know the names of the people in it, and like that's normally my thing, man. That is your thing. Let me see if I wrote it down. When I was going to talk about it with her. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. Who? Matt Ingebretson. 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 Jake Wiseman. Wiseman. Yeah, they're in it. So they, they, they created it. They play... Some office They play folk. Matt and Jake, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. Pat and Cake. Um... <laughs> oh, What? You're so cute. That's literally what Mr. Deville called them in the last oh, no. episode. So why Mike it? Because you remembered and you can't. Oh, well, weird. Um, yeah, it's a very, very surreal comedy about two guys who were like 
work at junior corporate executive level at a massive multinational corporation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't, it's not like watching The Office or anything no, like that, yeah, or no, even a workaholic. It, it's just really fucking weird. It is really fucking weird, and I think that's why I might love it. Yeah, and <laughs> the best person in it is a partner, Nancy as the HR rep. Yes, yeah, she's fantastic. Because she's good in everything anyway. And, oh, fuck, Lance Henriksen, isn't it? No, mm. Mr. Deville. The handsome black man. That's not his name, is it? I'm getting the wrong guy. It is that guy. No, I'm thinking of. See, this is why... <laughs> you can Google's a thing, it's fine. This is terrible podcasting. It, I can cut out all the shit bits. It won't be terrible. Rock and roll music. <laughs> I don't know what that's referencing. <laughs> Lance Reddick. Reddick. Who's Lance Henriksen? He's. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up, rich nerd. Look it up. Clap, clap. Oh, a totally different guy. Yeah. Oh, just spat on He plays me, Bishop sorry. in Alien. I knew it was Lance something like that. Lance Reddick, yeah. He's really funny because he's not really like a comedy actor normally. And yeah. He has been he's, in a few things that he's really funny in, but in this, he's just so... He's the one character who is probably the weirdest, but never acts yeah, weird. Yeah, he plays it all... Not straight, straight, but yeah. it's very on the cusp of straightness. Mm. Like, there's nothing about his physicality, and this is in a good way, that indicates he's in a comedy. Yeah. He could be in any, like, corporate acting job in any shitty show. But the shit he comes out with is brilliant. Yeah. And their last episode, that's, that's ended as well, by the way. No! Yeah, there's only ten episodes of the first series. Their last episode was about the fact that they created a holiday called Remember Day, which is for <laughs> September the 12th. <laughs> yeah, I remember. So if that kind of thing would bother you, don't watch this. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Um, it's so But the one thing weird. I liked about it was Matt was saying Christmas was ruined for him and he has a flashback as to why. And it's like his mum and dad getting a divorce at Christmas, which you think he'd be a kid and then it pans out and it's last year. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like this 35-year-old man living with his parents. Did you ever read Corporate Skull? No, because it was garbage. <gasps> Get out of town. Because what I was going to say was, is that... For the level of absolute weirdness, I would put those at corporate and corporate school kind of on a par, but corporate school is sillier, if that makes sense. But it's Jamie Smartier. Is what you mean? No, corporate no. school's the best. No, I need better. to reread it. Corporate, corporate school is definitely better. It's great. Everybody has a face in corporate, which is good. Not like corporate school, where he doesn't have a face. Does have a face, does it? No, it gets ripped off in a photocopier incident. Yeah, but he's got a skull. That's why he a becomes skull corporate skull. Has a face. No, but a, a skull isn't a face. Your face is on top of a skull. <laughs> It's still a face in terms of cartoon. And you haven't got a snoot. <laughs> if you don't have a face, it's one of those weird people where, like, no, you know, it's like, like plain features. Like the um, the scary people in that music video for that Manic Street Preacher song. Yeah, if you tell her about this, then your children will yeah, be there. Yeah, I don't like them. Whereas, like, in a skull, in especially a cartoony skull, you still got, like, a nose and a mouth and an eyes holes. And an eyes holes. Yeah. Like skeletal. Yeah. He- what? Why, why do we ever find out in He-Man why Skeletor doesn't have a face, but he's so fucking ripped? According to his Twitter account, he dipped his head in acid after watching an episode of Mrs. Brown's Boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, he never wanted to see anything again. <laughs> Is he blind? Because he doesn't no, have eyes, does he? It? it's just a joke. <laughs> No, I mean Skeletor in no. the show doesn't have eyes. No, but he's not blind. How he does bl- he see it if he's not eyes? It's a man But why the sword becomes stronger just by taking off his pink shirt? I don't know. <laughs> I hate logic in stuff that shouldn't have it. Mm, okay, I'll give you that. Anyway, corporate is good. Watch corporate it. Corporate is good. Watch it. It's on Comedy Central in America, so I don't know if it 
it's on Comedy Central over here. Oh, I don't but know. You can that watch either. it on the Comedy Central app if you pretend you're from America. Yeah, do that. I wrote down in my notes, Daniel Bryan did a thing. Because we just watched Daniel Bryan do a thing, didn't we? Okay. Literally moments ago. That, that took a turn. I thought we were going to talk about something else. Well, you were all like, I haven't got any notes, so I'm just trying to take the lead, and these are my only notes. All right, after two years of retirement, Daniel Bryan was cleared, medically cleared to wrestle this week. I'm excited for this, because he's yeah. good, isn't he? Oh, you sound tentative. No, I'm not. I thought you were cows just like oh, you just agree with conversation. Me. <laughs> I thought you were like, yeah, and then question mark face. Oh, is that all you were going to say? It's yeah, no, I'm excited. Okay. It's going to be good. Do, who do you think, what's going to wrestle my So it'll be him and Shane McMahon against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. But I hate Shane McMahon. A, why? He's pants. He's not pants. He's pretty pants. And B, it makes storyline sense. Like, it's the only one that makes storyline sense. Some people were like, oh, what if they just do this now and make him not champ? I thought, no, because it wouldn't really make sense for three weeks out just to go, let's just fuck everything up that we've been building <laughs> to for months. Yeah. You know, give it time. And this one does make storyline sense because... Yeah. They bet up Shane McMahon last week, and so he fired him this week, and then they tried to beat him up, and then he bet them up a bit, and then they bet him up again. Mm. So it does make entire sense, and they'll, he'll have a good match with Owens and Zane. I suppose. And he how, definitely 100% will have a good I, match with Owens Shall I put Owens a bit on how high Shane McMahon will climb? Yeah, they won't do it, it be a normal tag match. <laughs> last year he just Aww. had a normal match with AJ, and it was pretty good, because AJ is great. Did I fall asleep for that one? No. I fell asleep for something. We had a... So for fought at last year's WrestleMania. Yeah, we fell asleep for towards the end. It lasted forever. Oh, it did. Didn't yeah. <laughs> I think it come on on like midnight on Sunday night, and it went off on Wednesday. It felt <laughs> that long. I think it was more like quarter to seven or something stupid, but that is ludicrous. Now I'm a bit. I understand why it happened, but I am a bit sad that they couldn't save his return for WrestleMania, and he just like appears and he's no. like ah, but. Because that's what you do when you're no good at business, right? Because surprises do not generate business. People need to know something they want to happen is happening. I suppose. No, no. It's like saying, oh, would have you know what would be brilliant? Him. If like CM Punk come out and like, started wrestling again, but at this show with 20 people in down the road that no one knew about, like, it'd be <laughs> fucking stupid. What a waste of money no, but, and time that would be. No, but anybody who's going to tune into WrestleMania is going to tune into WrestleMania no. anyway. No, some people will then watch it and probably buy the network because he's in it. Do you think? Yes. Really? Yeah, definitely more. I thought WrestleMania was the kind of thing that people who want to watch WrestleMania no, will watch it. No. Oh, I don't know much about wrestling, Rich. No, but the, the Daniel Bryan's the last person like, that people really give a fuck about, genuinely 100% give a fuck about. Hmm. People will know. Because everyone knew he was going to be on the show already. Yeah. Like, chatting some shit. But because <laughs> this is different, now people are going to want, you know, this will definitely add... Add viewers. Oh, okay. Fair enough. In any way, shape or form. All right, well, it makes me sad because I like surprises. No. <laughs> no. No. I love a good surprise. No. Oh, it's got to be a good surprise. Though. It can't be like when they're like, oh, look at this classic wrestler who just turned up and looks like he's going to die. Yeah, but that, that's all you can have a surprise for because you have to build matches. You have to have a reason for these happening. Yeah. Like, if you have a surprise partner like they're going to have with Braun Strowman, it won't be someone, it won't be like The Rock coming out every time, will it? It'll be a lawyer. It's like, you don't just do something mental mm. for a big part. Like, on, on WrestleMania of all things. I'm excited about WrestleMania. Just because we're going out this time and it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, but what if it's really dull and we fall asleep in the pub? (laughs) As long as nobody draws on my face while I'm asleep. I don't really mind. With the word penis. Yeah. Yeah. Rassle penis. Yeah. Um, yeah. AJ Nakamura will be good. Yeah, it will. Brian and Shane against uh, the Yep movement will be good. That might be it, though. Are any good ladies wrestling? Oscar against Charlotte, but Charlotte's a fucking nightmare. (laughs) 
Um, she, she's not a good wrestle. The Jack against um, Alexa, which is two people who can't wrestle. One of them's about six foot five, the other one's about four foot three, so that'll be weird. Mm. And then there's a women's battle royal that'll be on the pre show along with the Andrella Giant battle royal. Oh, fair enough. And then you've got Rosie, Ronda Rousey against Steph and Triple H and Kurt Angle and all that stuff. Oh, I hope Ronda Rousey murders Steph. It's not real, and she I, won't. I hope she does her a murder, and then Steph has to literally go into hiding forever because kayfabe. There's <laughs> no such thing as kayfabe anymore. Uh, it was a stupid thing to start with. Yeah, well, it's still that, that still should happen. Nope. I, um, stop punching the mic. It will be Triple H fighting Kurt Angle for a lot of it, and then at the end, Ray all like taps Steph out in an armbar, and everyone will go, yay! I like Kurt Angle. He's good. Kurt Angle. Katangle, yeah, yeah, he's my favourite. Really? He's one of my favourites. Yeah. What? You're alright. I like a Rey Mysterio too. Yeah. He was good at the Rumble. I liked he was alright. No, he was good. He was alright. He was good. He was alright. Shut up. <laughs> the Rumble was alright. I fell asleep for, for little bits you of You missed the whole women's Rumble because you hate women. No, I watched the women. I watched the women's the women's Rumble. Rumble was the oh, no, one. I went to bed, didn't I? Yeah. And then watched it the following day. So I did see all of it. Just yeah, but not you still fell asleep time. before it actually happened because you were like, fuck this. Yeah, I was talking. Women aren't men. I don't want to see them wrestle. It's not that. It's that in my head, I was like, there aren't 30 women good enough for me to want to watch this now at yeah, this you time didn't have of the, the 30 night. 30 men who were in it. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> you're like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? That is very true. That did happen. So, yeah, Daniel Bryan's coming back. And there'll be loads of other shows that weekend. Amiga is going to be fighting Cody on the Ring of Honor show, which I'll need to try and watch somehow before we go out for WrestleMania. Ooh, okay. And there will blatantly be loads of other things that I have to spend three weeks catching up on that mm. weekend. Clearly NXT the night before, which I f- cannot remember. I think it's Alistair Black against Almas, which will be good. Mm. Tyler Bates done himself an injury, hasn't he? Yep. He was out of the um, Dusty Modes classic. That's a shame, because he's good. I like him. Pounced on him in a, in a vegan restaurant and he was like, It's not Wah. a vegan restaurant. It's a restaurant that has an vegan, extensive yeah. vegan menu. All right. He's vegan, isn't he? I want yeah, to say he's vegan. I think, I think one of the others are a bit dicky about it as well on Twitter, oh. which always annoys me. <laughs> Don't follow him on Twitter. Just follow him on Instagram so I can see photos of his like, moustache. Austin Aries is a bit of a bellend, but he was on one of the podcasts once. He's like, he doesn't class... He says he has a vegan diet, he goes, but I can't say I'm a vegan because I own a car. Which has leather seats. He's like, uh, because it's it's close to impossible to have a vegan. He goes like, I wouldn't go to like Vince McMahon. Oh, I'm not having that belt. It's made out of leather. He goes, mm. and I own leather, but he's like, but you know, ah, fair enough. This still a bellend because it's still like you you meat processed meat. That's as bad as smoking fifteen cigarettes. Oh fuck off! <laughs> Stop being this level of twat. Yeah, but do you know what? Ham is fucking tasty, yeah, mate. <laughs> yeah, but it's also not that bad for you. <laughs> Like, it's insane when people come out with that kind of shit. Yeah, no, it is nuts. You know, they pump it full of fuck you. Go, go back pump to, it full of fuck you. Go back to eating your grass or your fucking <laughs> soy. Go and, go and have a graze. <laughs> On that note, you got anything else you wanted to talk about, Rich? I said we'd talk about my life as a courgette. Oh, well, we can. No, we can. Go on. Why can't we? We watched it last night. Yeah, no, but I, I hadn't really like sort of prepped that in my head. But if you start, then I can join in. Uh, it's a Swiss-French animated film, not a family film. No. <laughs> um, where a little guy called um, Ikea, or Ikara. Ikea. Um, who has got the nickname of Courgette. He's living alone in France with his mom, who's an alcoholic. The dad has left them for what we assume is another woman. Because mm-hmm. he day, likes chicks. Yeah, he does like chicks. 
one day uh, Cosette is making something out of his mum's empty beer cans. He knocks it over. She goes to kick off at him. He slams the door and she falls down the stairs and dies. This is not a spoiler because it's the first minute of the film. It's like, yeah, the first two or three minutes, isn't it? <laughs> so he then gets took into care like an orphanage where he's with other sad kids. Um, that have had horrible things happen to them with yeah. their parents. <laughs> yeah. So it, I knew going in that this wasn't a family film and I knew in the end it was a heartwarming film. Yes. I didn't know how fucking sad it was going to be. Yeah. There's um, one moment early on where he starts to fight with another kid a little bit. And when the, the lady at the, the orphanage asks him if he's got anything to say for himself, he just says, I want to go home to my mum, which is one yeah. of the most heartbreaking things a nine-year-old orphan can come out with. I think, I think the worst part about that is it's immediately followed by a scene where he admits to the kid that he's had a fight with that he thinks he's killed her. Mm. <laughs> Like, like he's aware. Yeah. yeah. It, and oh. And that one of his like um, belongings is an empty beer can of hers, so yeah. he can remember her. I think I think the kite is the saddest thing I've ever seen because he's clearly drawn what he believes is his a dad Superman. as a superhero, yeah. and then on the other side, a chicken because his mom has passed a comment about how much he likes chicks, yeah. which is one of the most adorable. Like, yeah, like miscommunications, like ever. The thing that I found really interesting about this film is the way the things it chooses to pay attention to in the animation, in the sense of there are scenes where the faces are so expressive, and especially the eyes, that it's really difficult to like look at because the kids are like yeah. genuinely sad or you know like gen- like when they're all dancing at that little disco and it's adorable because they're like actually happy fun. with each other and they've yeah. got excessively long arms haven't they as well. they have yeah but then the cars look like a cardboard yeah, cut out a lot, of a, a car a lot of the backdrops and that are just plain yeah. like, and that's why it seems very like French in, like, the intent with expressiveness is much more important to them than realism and, yeah. and things which is which just make it stand out but it makes it look very much like you are watching a kids film you know yeah. some adult animated things try for realism try for or photo realism or yeah Right, this doesn't. This makes it look like a kids' film, yeah. but not. Yeah, no, it's it's really, really lovely to look at. I found the music was like a fairly big part mm. of setting the scene for the film as well, and and bits of it are like genuinely like gutting. But I think it might be the silence after his mom falls down the stairs that's the fucking worst. Well, it goes on for seemingly ever. It's for probably ages. about five seconds, but it goes yeah. on ever. Oh my god, grim! But it is a wonderful little it film. It's a very good film. Yeah. Better than I expected. I mean, I didn't know anything about it beforehand. I just thought you were saying, I I, oh, I, I want to watch this film. people said good things about it, and it's barely just over an hour, which is a lovely length for a film. <laughs> when you're doing a film a day, yeah. that is a bonus. And if you're trying to find it on American Netflix, it's called My Life as a Zucchini, because mm-hmm. they rename vegetables sometimes. Yeah. Like, I wonder whether, because we watched the French version, yeah. whether in the American one they call him Zucchini. Well, no, they will in the dubbed version, yeah. 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 Oh, courgette's a better word. Yeah. And it's a better nickname. Yeah. You, do you ever find out why she calls him courgette? No, does it matter? No, but it's just it's cute, cute. <laughs> All right. No, I, I did genuinely enjoy it. Although I did watch it in a slightly weird fashion because I missed the start due to the aforementioned IBS issues and being in the bathroom. So so I sort of watched a fairly heartwarming story about kids in a bad situation coming together and then I watched him kill his mum. <laughs> He doesn't kill his mom. It, well, he does. She it's kills it's a complete accident, and she sort she of deserved it. She shouldn't be doing it to start with. She didn't de- not deserve it, but you know what I mean. That that's the wrong. But she was about to smack her kid up, so you can't blame him for shutting the yeah. door. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, and the, the 
some of the actual like music that they listen to in the thing as well is very French. Like, I don't know, so I don't know I... if they dub the version. They'll put in like standard American songs. Or well, I don't know. I thought one of the songs at the disco sounded like it was in German or or something. There was lyrics. Yeah, no, there was just dance music. No, there were definite lyrics, and they weren't French. Probably Swiss then. They speak German and French. Swiss. There you go. Yeah, probably. I'd look that up if I could be bothered. But my phone's in the living room. Courgettes. I don't like courgettes. Courgettes. I don't like courgettes. They're all right if you like grill them, grill them up, uh, grate them up and stick them in stuff because they add a bit of texture. But yeah, I'm I wouldn't just have like a... a slice of it a, on a Yeah, I'm trying some roasted courgette. No, thanks. I, uh, this film does have one of my favourite jokes of all time, though, where one of the kids keeps calling him Potato just to piss him off instead of Courgette and then a bit later says oh what are you going to do get your magic wand Harry Potato which really works in French it's much better in French yeah it's terrible in English <laughs> no I still think Harry Potato is pretty funny no Potato doesn't sound like Potter no as much as Potato Mashed Potato Potato isn't it Mashed Potato isn't it Mashed Potato yeah. yeah it's definitely Mashed Potato no it's good film Harry Mashed Potato it's also a very funny fat kid isn't it <laughs> yeah, who keeps stealing people's chips <laughs> But you can't blame him for... Chips are good. ...sort of emotionally eating either. We'll give him that. Yeah. Didn't have a good time of it. None of them did. No, but it's all right. They're not real. <laughs> yeah, that's the message we want you to take away from this film. At the end of the film, it comes up. They're not real. Duh. I don't think it does, but oh well. <laughs> Rich, you got Stays. any other stuff you want to talk about? Um, well... Does, does zucchini have two Cs? I believe so. I thought it did. My life is a courgette, though. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. We were literally just discussing yeah. that. I've crossed um, the way I don't know. Um, the only other things that I wrote down, I actually have decided I don't want to talk about now, so it's fine. Okay. So. Good work. On that note, then. Sorry. You, you have a big yawn. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go and have a nap. I don't like this not preparing stuff. Um, next time I'll try and warn you, but it, it was it was partially my fault in the sense that I forgot until about two days ago that I needed to ask people, and then the people that I asked were like, it's a bit short notice, ain't it? Which uh, is fair enough. So they wrote me into it, and now I haven't got time to watch a film tonight. Sorry, you could try and watch a really short one. No, they don't exist. Aren't Disney films short? Is no, there any Disney films they're mostly you two hours, and oh. you, no, not really. Fair enough. Anyway, this is the discussion we can have. After we've finished, where can the lovely listeners of the internet find you, Richard, to talk to you about movies and that? Uh, probably shouldn't bother. I don't actually post much. You don't, do you? No. There a lot of retweets and stuff, but I don't really talk online. <laughs> Fair enough. It's too much effort. Well, I'm not that interesting. So well, I mean, I'm not either, but I do like to talk a lot. You post a lot of shit and chat to people online. People, like, people reply to me on Twitter. I tend to be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> Done. Great. Yeah. Well, if you want to talk or to me, apply with the gift of PFT. That's <laughs> probably it. If you want to talk to me instead, you can do me a tweet at Stacey's Parlor. Uh, you can join the Stacey's Pop Culture Parlor Facebook group. Do an iTunes review or a Podchaser review or like other stuff. What else? What else? What else? Live show. <gasps> it's next month, Rich. The live show no, is not. next month. Yeah, it is. You're not doing one. It's the end of April. It's been cancelled. It hasn't been cancelled because. I've got a lot of guests roped into it and I can't let them down now, guys. They've all they've all texted me saying, can't make it. And they've all texted you, have they? Yeah, I'm, yeah. All, I'm already, can't be bothered. <laughs> guests include, but are not limited to, Christian Wild Goose, who is a good artist kind of top is comics man. Is his name man. actually Wild Goose? Yeah, it is. Not Wild Goose or something? No, it's Wild Goose. Are you sure? No. 
<laughs> now you've made me question myself. Um, the delightful Joe Kelly will be joining us to talk about what if he's not the delightful? upcoming I Kill Giants. No, he has to be delightful because I love him so much and I just want him to be nice to me, um, which I'm sure he will be. Uh, talk about I Kill Giants, which is a book that you should definitely do a read of, comic book. It's good times. Who else is joining me, Rich? Luke Moore from the Luke and Pete show. Football Ramble. And the Football Ramble. Yeah, the aforementioned Football Ramble times. Peter Spellos will be making his triumphant return. He's a good chap. David Sobolov, who is the guy who does the voice of Grodd in the Flash TV show, is going to come and talk to us about making noises for the telly. Making noises. <laughs> make, making, Much more complicated. No, it, it definitely is because I've tried it and I am not good at it. It is hard. Um, <laughs> also, Tenzin Coleman, who does other noises for the telly. He's a good one. I'm Mostly Orson Welles. No. Is that him? Who does no. Orson Welles? Maurice LaMarche. Ah, there you go. They're both white haired fellas, aren't they? I don't know. Yes. Yeah, now that I think about it. There you go. Um, no, Tony Coleman does, uh, I say Tony, like yeah. he's my best mate and I know him. Was he Michelangelo? He was Michelangelo and he was the tick in the cartoon of the tick. That's it. And then in the recent Amazon version of the tick, he did the voice of Midnight the Dog. Not watched it. Ow, ow, I've got foot cramp. Ow, 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 I'm just going to go there. <laughs> That's life telling me to shut the fuck up. Probably. Come and have a listen to this live show, Saturday the 28th of April, 9 o'clock, mixler.com forward slash spcp dash live. And also, I know when you subscribe to this feed, you just delete those Stace Bob and the Dweeb episodes, but listen to them repeatedly. Yeah. Delete them, download them again, delete them, download them again. <laughs> get us those sweet, sweet validating numbers. massive hits. Sweet, sweet numbers. Get Somebody wrote Vimto into giving us a sponsored contract type. If anyone out there works with Vimto, sponsor us. <laughs> we, we love We paid in Vimto. one bottle of Vimto a month. That is no. all we would go for. Those Vimto fizzy pencils, man. Eat shit, man. I want a bottle of Vimto They're great. I want some fizzy... Visi- Fizzy pencils and bonbons, Vimto um, bonbons. Oh, are bonbons are disgusting. No, Vimto candy floss are... is a thing. I want to try. Oh, I don't know. I don't really like candy floss. No, candy floss, floss is terrible, sticker. but I want to try it. Oh, yeah, we have to try yeah. it. If you work for Vimto, send us some Vimto candy floss. <laughs> I think we've said Vimto too many times, so it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye. See you, pals. Bye.